0: Yo, I am hyped up. April 1st, True Romance screening in Westwood, California. I'm doing it with my man Toby Morris from H2O at the Crestwood Theater. Go to www.crestwood.com. Live music, giving away free shit, special guests, screening the classic film, True Romance, and live podcasting, taking all and any questions about the making of the film, April 1st April Fool's Day It's But it's actually going down for real April 1st At the Crestwood Theater In Westwood, California Alright <clears throat> This is it You know i said it before Sometimes You know there's times where I'm just like Amped up To do the Iron Rap Port Stereo Podcast And this is one of them uh, You know we, we've, we've had an incredible week uh, There's been a uh, you know, we traveled. We took the podcast down to South by Southwest. We pretty much took over the whole place. On the road, they were trying to uh, the hipster fucks, a band that was was touring throughout uh, Austin, Texas, was trying to compete with us. We were down there with TuneIn, TuneIn Radio. I don't know if you know this. Um, this isn't a plug. I'm something very very proud of. TuneIn Radio has a twenty four seven. I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Channel. Uh, it's called the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast Channel. Uh, I'm trying to get it called, uh, a.k.a. Pleasure and Pain, because you can listen to the podcast for 24 hours, whenever you want. It dips in and out of old episodes, new episodes, segments, and I am trying to uh, get the government and military to use this To get that cocksucker that they just caught in Brussels. That terrorist who was part of the uh, the killings and destruction in Paris. I feel like instead of waterboarding these miserable fucks. Get them in a room. Turn the volume up really high. And anybody will spill the beans. Okay? Because I know you can only take so much of the Iron Rap Stereo Podcast. And then everybody will have a breaking point. Yeah. So I'm suggesting using this. Any, anybody they want to get information from, killers, bad guys, bank robbers, scumbags, degenerates, fucking lock them up and let me ILO these cocksuckers for a few hours. <laughs> Word. <laughs> but we're here. We're here. And uh, I don't know. We're, we're, we're now called the Malachi Brothers.
1: Yeah, that's a good one.
0: If you've <laughs> never seen the show Happy Days, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Arthur Fonzarelli. And obviously, we're for, we're 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 stealing that from the great Malachi Brothers, yeah, and Pinky Tuscadero, yeah, all the good characters from Happy Days. Um, Moody, how did you feel being in South by Southwest? Uh, what did you uh, take away from that experience?
1: It was a uh, good to see, good to be there. Uh, lively city for uh, uh, up and coming city, Austin, Texas, was impressive.
0: Yeah, it was a fucking zoo, huh? Yeah, it was it was impressive as a city. Clean, nice. Very clean, very nice, very friendly, good people. Yeah. I was overwhelmed by the amount of people. I didn't know it was it was it was that kind of shit fling. I would love to go back to Austin and visit the city when it's not festival time because I feel like it's got a lot to offer. Yeah. A lot of culture. They love music. They love films. Food. They love food. They love art. They're, they have a lot of a lot going on down there. Yeah. We had the uh, pleasure of eating at a, a place called Rollins. Mm, Home cooked soul food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great stuff. I had Chitlins uh, at around eleven thirty in the morning, and, and I'm 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 so happy I did. Yeah. And I had the Whiting's. And then uh, another spot we had the pleasure of eating at was uh, Sam's uh, Barbecue. Yes. Uh, also had some 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 ribs and I mean we ate good. Yeah. <clears throat> and shout out to everybody at Easy Tiger in Austin for sure for accommodating us, dealing with us. If anybody finds my Nike hoodie down there, please uh, send it back. <laughs> I left my favorite hoodie down there. Um, uh, it's it's not it's an old hoodie, but it's one of those I just didn't want to part with. Somehow I lost it. Hey. I've been losing things.
1: Yeah, yeah. You was wilding out. Down I missed
0: there. my fucking flight to Austin. I I, I I packed left your phone in the Starbucks. Left my phone in a Starbucks. Uh, uh, and the producer of the Iron Rapport stereo podcast, Jordan Winter, ran back because I probably would have got lost. I was yeah. so the night before I, I I got in a cab to JFK. I was in there texting, on the phone, tweeting and all that shit, uh-huh. fighting traffic. I was totally on time. By the time we got to JFK, I started futzing around my wallet to pay the gentleman that was driving me. Right. And I realized I forgot my wallet. And I knew I forgot my wallet. And I knew because I forgot my wallet, I was not making my flight. Right. Damn. So the guy pulled over. We got to the thing. I said, it's not here. We looked, looked, looked. I said, it's not here. Take take me to fuck back and he was a middle eastern guy very nice very helpful and he said and and i i worked 15 years i never see dummy shit like these <laughs> i said i fucking been flying for 25 years i never did any dummy shit like this you have to stuff it in my face my right. friend so i had to go back take change my flight uh, i didn't lose my money I, I lost some money changed my took a next flight the next morning got to austin and then uh Left my my phone, which was charging, in a Starbucks. You're very lucky to have that phone back. I don't know what I would have done. But we had a good time. Yes, yes. And now we're back. Great time. One of my favorite things to do while we're podcasting, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mr. Moody, but I love the kegerator we have here in the gloom tomb. I love when I'm watching a game. I love when we're watching movies. And I just love having the kegerator around A kegerator dispenses draft beer And keeps it chilled Turning your office, garage, or game room Into a brewery And bar equivalent Affordable but high end Looks great Even the ladies in your life won't object Lots of different kegerators Dual and triple tap Stainless steel built in and outdoors Triple tap means you can have wine Two beers Wine, coffee, and beer Wow same quality as the best bars and breweries. Nice head. You no know, Bruno. Crisp, cold, and delicious, but without going out. Beer stays fresh up to 90 days. That's three months. Kegerator.com is already a great value, but I've talked them into giving an amazing exclusive offer just to the listeners of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast because I love it. I know you will too. Save 20% off my favorite Kegerator, Plus receive four premium pint glasses, plus free shipping. Wow, that's what's up. Just go to kegerator.com. That's K-E-G-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter the code RAPPAPORT. Don't wait. This is an amazing offer and it won't last and it's only for my listeners. Keggerator. So, <clears throat> last week, Gene Simmons of the group KISS. Uh, I don't know if he tweeted or he was in an interview or... He basically said, in a nutshell, we don't fact check, so I don't have the quote in front of me. I'm glad we don't fact check, Mm -hmm. especially for some fucking guy like this. Mm -hmm. Basically said he wanted hip-hop to die. He wanted rap music to die. And the great Talib Kweli, who's big on Twitter, who we interviewed, that interview's going to be coming up. He's a friend of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast. No doubt. And a friend in general. I have a lot of respect for this guy. Yeah. He went on Twitter and said, I hope Gene Simmons dies. I know he didn't mean that literally, because he didn't mean that. Of course. And now I'm going to chime in with Monetti. Let me tell you something, Gene Simmons, you fuck. You're one of the reasons why rock and roll died with your novelty group. You brought in the fucking circus in the rock and roll. Out went Mick Jagger, Peter Frampton, Led Zeppelin. Yeah. The Who... And in came the freak show. Yeah, the pigeon-eating cocksuckers. You guys were drinking blood on stage. It was like Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey Circus mm-hmm. with the vampires and all the fucking boots and the zoot suits and the Fruit Loops and all that bullshit. You got one song that people know. I wanna rock and roll, and roll all night. And it's a great song. I, but if you ever listen to Kiss's greatest hits, they don't exist. Boom, I'm here all week, <laughs> folks. I could do it all fucking week. You know what you 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 talk about getting terrorists to speak up? Yeah, lock them in a fucking room with Kiss's greatest hits because there's about one or two songs. Yes, he monetized the shit out of that group. He's a smart guy. No the doubt. merchandising and all that. But musically, you ain't shit, Gene Simmons. <laughs> Were. You never been shit. <laughs> you had a freak show novelty act.
1: Yeah, come on. you With lightning
0: up there. Yeah. and fucking. Drinking fire, blood on stage. Drinking and blood, shit. eating come on. bats. Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about rap? Rap is going to outlive what you did. Yeah. It's going to not only outlive what you did with Kiss, it's going to outlive your old ass. Yeah.
1: It's, it ain't never going nowhere. It's
0: not going nowhere. And of course, you sound old, white,
1: and tired. Mm hmm. He said, "Now it's just guys talking. Uh, music is always about lyric and uh, lyrics and melody. So right now, based na-
0: on what with Kiss,
1: right? That's what, what, what I was what, thinking. So I know Kiss. I know yeah. Kiss shit. It's crap. <laughs> I I'm like, yo, what, what what this dude talking about, man? What is he talking about? Right.
0: What, what, what is his strength? Lyric novelty act. Right. That was his strength. And listen, they kicked ass. They were as big as anybody. But as far as musicians," You wasn't shit because if you were a good enough musician, you would have never put on the fucking clown outfit.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's to divert the
0: attention. Divert the attention from yeah. your, your group being whack. L- look at the guy drinking dog's piss. Yeah. Oh, he's so crazy. Yeah. We're, he- we're not as good as the Rolling Stones, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, ELO. Right. The Who. So Leonard Skinner. So we have to eat a dog on stage. Yeah, we're going to fucking eat a dog on stage and scare the shit out of the crowd. And we're we're gonna we that's what we're gonna do. You want you want rap to die, right? You blood drinking cocksucker. You Halloween costume wearing motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck Ace Steely, and fuck Peter Chris, Gene Simmons. You pigeon eating motherfucker, you. So, uh, I, I hear the people upstairs. I got the neighbors, the Manhattan gloom tomb. Right. They thump around here like, it, I, I don't know, are they fucking exercising up there? We're podcasting. We're fucking podcasting down here. Uh, give it to me, Moody. So, on, on this episode of the Iron Rapport Serial Podcast, they're thumping around up there. Yeah. You hear this fucking guy? Little thump. Dumpy thump. We're gonna get into some uh, some some stuff. Um, we got um, how do we say it? Not a, a, approached. We 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 met. We uh, we we came in contact with our the first person who we've who's a public person yeah. who's ever um, not liked what we said about them. Yeah, and we're gonna get into that later. There was yeah. a comedian, Hannibal Burris. Right. Um, who we met at the South by Southwest Film Festival. He he started he introduced himself to, yeah. to G. Monetti. He sorted up. Um, we're gonna get into that. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, and we're gonna get into uh, uh, what he said, what we said. Uh, but before we do that, I, I want to talk about this guy. I mean, technology is 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 incredible. What what's being done in medicine is just. It's just, it, 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 every day, it, it's it's changing. Yeah. The guy with the bionic bionic dick, with the bionic loaf, suffered a terrible accident when he was a kid, and um, at 40-something years old, again, we don't fact check here, he, he got a bionic loaf, eight inches of steel. Mm. Steel dick. On order. Got dicks on order now. Mm. And, uh... And 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 he actually uh, was able to have his first sexual experience, which I want to say. Word, give him give him that yeah some dap. First of all, the doctors deserve a shout out. This guy, yo, I, I can't imagine what it's been like, you know, having an injury like that and having to deal with that your whole life. So I'm happy for you.
1: Yes, no doubt. Um,
0: he said it was Gerald's been following the story closely.
1: Yeah, the lady uh, usually charges um 180 for her services. Oh, he he was with a with a with a with a, with a, with a pro. Yeah, the the sex worker of the year of in 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 the UK in Britain. Okay, so, so she waived her fee, and she put it on my man, and my man finally busts off.
0: Now, did he actually uh, bust off? No. With the, now, wh- no. Wh- wh- what did you read? He about- doesn't feel anything. He has
1: what I call a machine dick.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: It's not, it's no flesh, so he's not feeling anything. There's got to be
0: some flesh around it. They have no nerve endings attached he, to it, this, it, this loaf? It's more of him actually doing something. It's the some, It's the intimacy it's the of it. Right. Listen, machine dick, machine loaf, uh, what, what else did he say? Uh, bionic. Bionic dicks. Yeah. I mean, I need feeling, right? I, mean, I, I understand that, sense? but it's better than nothing. He he's never had nothing, so he can't compare it to anything, and the intimacy is what he's missed out on,
1: yeah, the touching and all that
0: and 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 you know what good for him good, good for him first of all i I sincerely say, good for you, I hope you get as much ass as you want and if and if one guy who has an injury a, a terrible injury he suffered could get a bionic dick, that makes up for legions and legions of women that are walking around with rubber asses yeah uh. Oh. Lips filled with with, with pineapple juice With junk Hair tracks, hair weaves Contact lenses Yeah, different lips Different eyes and shit Okay, so my man Had a reason to get a bionic dick He got a bionic dick And I say, fantastic for him And when he says he can tear it up He literally means it Oh, there's
1: no stopping him (laughs) Yeah, he's steel Oh yeah, he's the man of steel Yeah he, it, man. He,
0: he, he He's not stopping Steel No feeling He's steel dicking well, Yeah Good for him Steel dicking is actually uh, If you don't know this is It's, it's different than sugar dicking mm-hmm. Which we've talked about uh, a lot On the Iron Rap Port Serial podcast um, And and you know uh, I'm not going to go into what the difference is But you could just figure it out I'll go into the difference at another time <laughs> Or you could look up the old episode Where we articulate what sugar dicking is Yeah Alright, you know, we you know, we we talk a lot on this uh podcast about Serena Williams. We love her. We 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 if you if you if you if you could if you could uh uh spend a summer with Serena Williams or Rihanna, who no, would you I pick? I got Serena all day. You got Serena all day. That's formidable. A whole summer. Yeah. Okay. I like Serena. I like okay. that. All right. Uh, dude, these, are, these are probably the two women that we, most, we talk about most. Yeah. They're both good. You don't, you don't lose either way. It's a win-win. Word. And Venus, I, I just don't want to match you up against your sister so as yeah. far as a woman that I, you know, spend the summer with. I didn't say anything. I said, like, yeah, we're going to yeah. summer vacation. Cabins and shit. Go to a vineyard in Italy. But this guy down, uh, the CEO, Raymond Moore, the CEO of Indian Wells Tennis. Which is oh. which has had racism and all kinds yeah. of shit over the years. Year, oh, yeah. Years. It's been going on for years. They finally went back. This dumb fuck, this this fucking guy, this old fucking tennis guy, said, if I was a lady, I'd go down every night on my knees and thank God that Roger Federer and Raphael Nadal were born because they've carried this sport. That's all we really have.
1: Yeah, Let Raymond. Let me tell you something, you you dumb fuck. Raymond Moore.
0: Raymond Moore.
1: Yeah. You dumb fuck. Yeah, he's old guy, man.
0: Old guy. And then Serena came back and, and, you know, shitted on him in a very articulate way. Good. Serena Williams and Venus Williams, you should thank God that they play at your shit show tournament. Yeah, after you shitted on them. There ain't nobody out there more exciting. Serena Williams is more exciting than Rafael Nadal, Roger Federer, and any other male tennis player that's been around in the last 20 years. Right. You need to step down. Get out of here! This is Step late. down. Yeah. We want you to call. We want you. To, he apologized. No. Yeah.
1: Apologize.
0: We want you calling your resignation.
1: You know, uh, uh, with that mindset, you don't need to be in in your position
0: and in in the company of Queen Serena. Word. You have the nerve while she's gracing the tennis court. See, Richard Williams should check to you know, check r- this motherfucker, man. I don't think I don't. I think even Serena is like Richard. Richard. <laughs> So, uh, our people at your show TV, where we have a channel, um, they put on a great event the other night. Roy, Roy Jones, A
1: <laughs> great event. Roy fighting some schlub in the street. Whoa, whoa, whoa! A, a, a fan uh, <laughs> who's yeah. fought. Yeah. yeah, he got looked a like, chance to he fight. He Looked like he fought a lot. He fought six times. Oh, shit, me too.
0: Roy I about, Jones. I had
1: about six fights in my life. <laughs> They should have let you get in there.: We're in third grade, one in eighth.
0: Yeah man. but it was a it was a show. Roy knocked him out with a kidney shot. Yeah and I, he hit him and still kept walking. Now, we, we, we know that Roy got knocked the fuck out. Roy, in Russia don't let this shit gas you, Roy. Roy, he was a fan. Yeah, you fought somebody off the subway. I love you. I was just at the event. like I, I, I want to see Roy get a, go out with Grace. He deserves it. And from everything I know, Roy has money. I think he just loves fighting. Yeah, Roy
1: loves. There's the sport. one thing
0: between fighting and 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 then and fighting and get your fucking head knocked off right. like happened to him in Russia. But the commentary after the fight, uh, Roy said, um, "I ain't I mean, finished." He said, uh, "Well, you know, he was uh, fighting me, and he thought he could get in there, and of course, I knocked him out with a kidney punch. <laughs> and when he went down, I just walked away because I'm Roy Jones, greatest fighter, Pensacola in the house. Shout out to my man Smoke." Pensacola. And it was really no competition. I'm trying to get my Roy Jones down. Yeah, the cadence good. is good. I don't have the voice. Yeah. My impressions are not about um, accuracy, by the way. Oh, yeah. uh-uh. So if anybody goes, well, you don't sound exactly like... Or, you, know, I'm not going for that. Well, yeah. I'm trying to... Um, he's not Caliando. No, I'm not Frank Caliando. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't no Frank Caliando. He's fucking good. He's great. My Aiello probably doesn't even sound like Aiello. It's, it's the essence of the person. So, when I do Roy Jones, it's really about the cadence of, listen, Max, um, we're here at HBO Boxing, and I took a paycheck, and I fought a fan, and I, I-, I whooped his ass. Shout out to Pensacola. Pete Cola. So, Monetti, did you hear about this shit in Queens? Nah. What happened? That this guy went buck wild for real, and and he whipped out a machete outside a little restaurant spot in Queens, some little spot out in uh. Northern Boulevard, dude, twenty years old, because dudes were talking to his chick, and he took out a machete and started slashing shit. Yo. Everybody that was talking to his chick, and I was like, "Yo, how? Who is the girl?" Mm. Damn, what kind of girl would make you turn into a jealous rage? Where you start macheteing motherfuckers? That must be some good snapper. Yeah,
1: yeah. That must be some other shit.
0: Yeah, because he, he put three people in the hospital and 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 then he he was like, what?
1: That's that OJ shit.
0: Yeah. That's that OJ oh, that's shit.
1: That, you have that OJ demeanor, like, bitch, you ain't never leaving. Ever. Never, ever, ever. Yep. That's why there's uh physical violence. That's to solidify that thought. You ain't going nowhere.
0: No. Um, This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're going to take a little break here, and then we're going to come back and tell you uh, about our uh, meeting uh, with Hannibal Burris, who apparently was offended uh, by something we said uh, a few episodes back. Anyway, we'll get to that in a second. BusRental.com. Getting your team to the playoffs takes hard work, dedication, blood, sweat, and tears, and lots of preparation. So when you need to get your team to a big game, plan on using busrental.com. They'll get you there with blood, sweat, and gears. Get it? Renting a bus or one of the many other vehicles is easier than ever. All online. Go to busrental.com. If you have a party, you got a trip, a little birthday party for your kids, or you have an event with a bunch of people, Go to busrental.com, select your starting address and destination to get an instant quote. That's it. It's simple. Wow.
1: That's how you get to the games?
0: I know that my kids have birthdays coming up. My car's not big enough to fit these kids in there. I'm absolutely using busrental.com. Whether you need to get downtown or coast-to-coast, busrental.com will get you there safely and comfortably. To get on board, go online to busrental.com, a U.S. coachways company. Say 5%. 5% are already a great deal Using the promo code CBS BUS. You could save 5% using the promo code CBS BUS. BusRental.com. I'm absolutely using this for my kids' upcoming birthdays. And you should too. BusRental.com. Alright, so <clears throat> we've spoken openly about uh, Bill Cosby. We've shitted all over Bill Cosby, left, right. We uh, gave him a name. Many names. Uh, O. Skeeter. Yeah. Because we said he likes to... What what are some of of our greatest hits on Bill Cosby? O. Skeeter was the number one great hit. Yeah, Uh, he's on some Weekend at Bernie shit. Yeah. Weekend at Billy's. Uh, We said he likes to fuck... uh, Dead bitches. Yes. Yes. We we hit him hard like everybody else. As he should be. But. But, but. Right. The whole thing with Bill Cosby was started... By Hannibal Buress, who's a comedian Very well respected comedian, actor I'm sure everybody knows him, knows his name He was on stage uh, And somebody, I think on a cell phone Recorded him calling Bill Cosby a rapist In defense of black comics Who he criticized, uh, Cosby criticized And I think he said he's a rapist About three times on stage with no real punchline. Right. And it wasn't the only time he said, it. I think this was part of his act. Except for there was no real joke. I'm not sure if this was part of his act, but that's what I've heard. Right. We don't fact check. Right. Um, but I know he called Cosby a rapist three times. With, with, and even when you're listening to the tape of him doing it, there's no real laughs. It's a mean-spirited thing. Right. And he got what he wanted. Attention. And, of course, Bill Cosby deserves no sympathy if... All these allegations turn out to be true, which in my opinion, and in Monetti's opinions, based right. on all the legions and legions and evidence, Bill Cosby is a sick fuck. Right. <laughs> I think we actually gave him a sick fuck of the week award. Yeah. Yeah, we did. I don't even fact check our shit, but I'm pretty sure we did give, but this isn't about Bill Cosby, Bill, uh, Hannibal Burris, and all that stuff, comparing the two, because there's no comparison. From what I know, Hannibal Buress is a good guy um, and, 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 and a successful comedian. But, he went on stage. He said these things about Cosby. I'm sure he really respects Cosby. He's a comedian. Every comedian is going to have a certain amount of respect and reverence for Bill Cosby. But on one episode, I don't know how we got into it. It was cuz I had done some event with Snoop Dogg. It was I was on a panel with Snoop Dogg, little Dicky, yeah. Um uh Rich Homie Quan, um a couple of football players and A couple other dudes and Hannibal Burress right and it didn't make it into the final cup but it was like a roundtable thing so we're all sort of asking questions sort of fanning out and you know it's sort of like dinner for five ish the first thing I asked I asked Hannibal Burress I asked him in with no ill will and no bad intentions my question to him was what has been the effect the ramifications and sort of the, the stigma of this Bill Cosby thing and, and he looked at me like I was crazy for asking that. And then Snoop sort of interrupted because he got the feeling, and my intentions were not bad, but Snoop got the feeling that, like, homeboy didn't want to talk about it. And Snoop said, you talking to the dude who snitched on Bill Cosby. Exactly. Basically saying, don't ask him that. Right. Or why would you ask him that? I was there. I heard it. <laughs> it didn't get put into the piece. Um, like, uh, we were shooting for about an hour. The whole piece was 15 minutes. That's what happens with editing. Anyway, the whole thing went on. Everything was fine. Yada, yada, yada. Later on that day, or a couple of days later, me and G. Monetti podcast, we were talking about hanging out with the big homie Snoop Dogg. Yeah. What that was like, and all that stuff. And we brought up Hannibal Buress, and you were saying, G. Monetti said, uh, we, we said a few things. Right. This is exactly what we said. Bill Cosby it looked like the shit was going to hit the fan. Our, our, uh, Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, they indicted him. They dropped those charges.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and Hannibal Buress. You I mean, I, I got to say this to you. you looking like a snitch-ass nigga. <laughs> or in, in Italian language, you're a fucking rat. A rat that's the italian way
0: but in Yo, the in black the rat, way you a snitch ass nigga in the mob if you're a rat they 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 whack you or you got to turn turn feds evidence hannibal's lucky that people aren't looking at him like i'm I, I, i'm a fan of his he took down a black icon Yo. and it might be shady so would you say that hannibal Buress is a rat not yet not yet all right. Okay. But he, but, he, but he's encroaching on that. Shit. I didn't ever think about it that way because he's like sort of like a hero. He's like an American hero and shit. Like he fucking shut down, essentially a rapist. But then you're looking at it like, yo, he shut down. I- I'm sure he's thought about all this. That's that's a good point. Okay. So we said that. So G. Monetti said you called him a a snitch ass motherfucker. Right. Because basically. He snitched on Bill Cosby, and I, I don't know if he's been anointed as a hero. Um, I know that a lot of comedians have stood by him, and said, that's great that you did that, that's great, to-. and that is fantastic. If he, if Bill Cosby is raping these people, and it, look, it was going to happen sooner or later. Karma was the person, but Hannibal Bores Bur- has Bill Cosby's semen on his hands. <laughs> he's got his blood on his hands. Right. So we. Did our little riff and that was the end of it. We've talked shit about a whole bunch of people. And I find that the people with the worst sense of humor are comedians. They don't like to be poked fun at. But they will talk shit. Yeah. Just as I do. I'm not a comedian, but I like to talk shit. Comedians, basically, that's what they do. They talk shit for a living. Yeah. Um, And all that stuff. I'm not going to name the other person who got offended by uh, 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 one of our jokes. A female comedian friend of mine. About the... Uh, the uh, black babies. She didn't like the whole thing about the black babies. Uh, about, uh, G. Monetti coined them as being used as accoutrements. Yes. And he also suggested very smartly that they, uh, at the Oscars gift bags, yeah, instead they... of giving out uh, you know, hot tubs uh, and, and trips to the Tahiti... And why don't you include the black baby yeah, in the Yeah, just fuck bag? everybody wants one. Yeah. See, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. It's all fun and games. That's what it is. Okay. So me and Monetti... Or at the Roots concert. It's the Roots, it's Outkast, it's... Uh, no, it's Big Boy, it's Big Grams, which is Outkast group with this chick, which I was really surprised how much I liked it. Yeah, they were some, good. Some like synth hip-hop shit with a... Ch- it was so almost like um, some... Um, fuck is the name of that group that came out in the 90s? Fuck, I can't remember. They were good. Naughty by Nature. Yes. Too cheesy. Too Short. Talib Kweli and the, all backed up by the Roots oh. with the Roots, sort, it's a Roots jam. These things are like worldwide. Yeah,
1: I love. I'm watching my man Questlove stay on that one. Oh, I was loving that man.
0: I and they're the, killing it. Yeah. So we're watching the show, sober as a motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, G Monetti is standing about I don't know half a foot behind me. We're on the side of the stage in that VIP section. Yeah, where, where we're where we're supposed to be. <laughs> And Hannibal Burress, you tell this part of the
1: story. Uh, I'm, I'm watching my man Questlove, and I see out the corner of my eye, I see somebody kind of slithering and sauntering up to me, right. So I'm like, I see who it is. I go, oh, I'm like, oh, what's up, man? I, I you know, smiling. What up? I didn't know what his intentions were, so I gave him a pound. And and this is Hannibal Burress, right. And he says to me, w- w- "What's your name?" I'm, I'm like, "Uh, you know, like Gerald G." And he's like, in my ear, like, "Yo, you uh, you oh, so you the one that said I was a snitch ass motherfucker on the pot on your pot?" I said, "Yeah, yeah." We 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 joke around. We go at everybody. We went at Cosby. We go we, we go at everybody. We go yeah, at ourselves. Yeah, we poke fun at ourselves. It's all good. And he he and then he said something else again. And then Mike, and then you put
0: your head in. Because I, I, I heard what he said. I was surprised because I didn't see him come over, but I just heard somebody saying something to Gerald right. about the podcast, and I just turned around. Because for the first time down at South by Southwest, Moody was getting recognized by fans, as he should be. That's right. As the Black Ed McMahon should be. No doubt. As the podcast co-host of the year, 2015, should be recognized worldwide. It's That's a worldwide right. phenomenon.
1: That is right.
0: So, yeah, he's saying... Yeah, you was talking shit. He said yeah. you was talking shit on podcast, and I go, "Yo, did you hear?" I met him that one time. I said, "Yo, did you?" And this isn't like no, like I mean, we're all men, but it didn't feel like I didn't feel threatened me mm-hmm. neither. Nah. But he he did come over. This is what happened. So 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 I'm not saying like it was like some beef type nah. of shit. No, nah, we just tell him what happened. So he came. So he said, I said, so did you hear it? I said, uh, he said, yeah, and, and I said. What'd you hear? He said, y'all was talking shit on the podcast. I said, yeah. so then you heard it then. Right, right. And then he, I don't remember what he said. It was, it was kind of just going in circles. And then he said, he said something about me being a snitch-ass motherfucker. I said, yeah, we said that. <laughs> we said a whole bunch of other stuff. Right. And, you know, it was, we you know, it was talking shit on the podcast. And I, and I said, so if you heard it, what's the problem? Like, what, what do you want? Right. And he said, it, it went around, and I said, what did you hear us say? No, he said, what did y'all say? That's what he said. He said, what did y'all say? And I said, what we said was, we called you the Henry Hill of comedy. And he said, huh? And I said, and I'm saying this right in his face, actually right in his ear, like I'm whispering it in his ear because we're in a club. It's loud. I said, we said you were the Henry Hill of comedy. He said, what does that mean? I said, like Henry Hill in the movie Goodfellas, he was a rat. Mm. Yep. And he didn't say anything about that. And then he walked away. No. Then I turned my back, and I said, yeah. "You." so so that's what we said. And then I did my famous move in the <clears throat> 90s, because I, I, I'm trying to avoid this turning into a confrontation. Right, right. It doesn't need to. Not that to. I felt like he wanted a confrontation, yeah. but I just know how things can get with, mm-hmm. with grown-ups, with men. And I'm sure he felt sort of dissed or offended that Gerald initially called him a snitch-ass dude. I thought that we called him on the podcast... The Henry Hill of comedy. <laughs>
1: no. Because Henry no. Hill was a rat. Yeah, exactly. No.
0: But it turns out, as you, you heard from the original, we didn't call him the Henry Hill of comedy. I think we thought about calling him the Henry Hill of comedy. Yeah. We just never said that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't recorded.
0: Now, here's the thing. G Monetti is just. I'm just a
1: landlord up in the Bronx, man. You're
0: not a famous comedian. Uh, I'm not, I don't. Do you have, have a Netflix special? Hell no! I just got Netflix. On I my saw. Bu- I in a cab. He's doing commercials for uh, Samsung. This is a big comedian.
1: I'm just a landlord trying to get some money from State Farm to fix up my house that burnt to the ground
0: in the Bronx. And I mean, how did you feel?
1: I uh, felt flattered.
0: <laughs> I'm like, wow, we must be the shit, because you. Because the first thing you said when he walked away is like, yo. This motherfucker's listening to our podcast. Like, yeah. like it's like, yo, this is a big comedian, right? Right. And and, and unfortunately, he was offended um, by you calling him a snitch. Now, I I I can't imagine that we're the first people that have made Hannibal Buress comments. Oh, of course not. I'm, I can't imagine with all the comedians out there that we're the first ones that said that. Said that. I don't think anyone ever called him the Henry Hill of comedy. No,
1: no, I haven't heard that. That's that's us.
0: That was us. We, we called him the Henry... Well, we didn't call him the Henry Hill of the comedy on the podcast. It turns out we called him the Henry Hill of comedy to his face. Right. <laughs> right. Um, by accident. Right. Because I thought that we actually did say he was the Henry Hill of comedy. Now, listen, it is what it is. We're not looking for trouble. I, I said I was flattered. You said you were flattered. G. Monetti doesn't get the nickname from his cousin when he's... Well, from his nephew when he's a little kid to call G. Monetti fun-loving... <laughs> I don't have that nickname. Right. right. No one would call me fun loving. My my nephews and my nieces That's never anything. It's always Uncle Mike <laughs> or just that guy. Right. Um. I, I don't know what to say. We we. I think we invited Hannibal Barres on the podcast during that one episode. We were like, "Yo, you could come tell your story." And now I want to give a public invitation to Bill Cosby. Yeah. To hear what he thinks of Hannibal Barres because. Hannibal Barres obviously got to say what he thinks about Bill Cosby. Right. So Bill Cosby, I know you don't have a lot of forums to go to. <laughs> right. But you have an open invitation right. to come along to the show, and maybe we get a, a little symposium with Bill Cosby and Hannibal Barres. So Bill Cosby can address Hannibal Barres face to face. We could all do it here live <laughs> on the I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. I, I think it would be great. I think that probably Hannibal Barres has a lot of guilt. I'm sure he has mixed feelings. I know that a lot of comedians, I've seen tweets, they 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 it was like um it was like he was given a medal of courage, a medal of honor. That's for sure. Um and and and, and but you know comedians you have to be able to
1: take jokes Come too. Come on, yeah, that's what bugged me out. I'm like, yo, this is a big comedian coming at a little landlord. Right. Cause I said some fly shit. And everybody else said it too. Right. Other I'm people- not the only guy. So what and I'm 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 a virtual unknown. As of now. And then you see me in the club, and you wanna try to move on me.
0: Me? Little little old Jew, G Monetti? What I said? And Come then on, we man. we 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 told him exactly what we what said. What we said. Plus, and then, and then I did the back turn. The back turn is a move of mine that I used to do in the nineties all the time. Right. When yeah. I was uncomfortable or being uh, felt uh, uncomfortable, I would just literally do a 180 and turn my back. Yeah. And that was the end of the conversation. Yeah. And that was it. Um, so, like I said, Hannibal Buress, you're welcome to come on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. There is no beef. There's sure. no...
1: Come on, man. There's
0: no uh, tension on our side. Nothing. Um, I respect you. Uh, I haven't seen your your Netflix special. I saw that it's got rated two stars so far, which means it's probably pretty good. Um the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast has five stars on iTunes, which means it's also pretty good. Yeah. So everybody's just out here making a living, having fun, making people laugh. So that's the Hannibal Buress story. But but in all seriousness, um, I, I have no ill will. And he did come over like a total gentleman. And it wasn't yeah, like, again, wasn't mean, we were no trying bullshit. to make it into something like yeah. something it was. It wasn't no beef shit. It wasn't no... No, no, no aggressive yes, stepping shit. Nothing. It, it wasn't man. that. It was, it was cool, and, and we're we're, all, we're making fun, and you know, and I'm sure he, you know, he he he's a funny dude, and he I'm knows su- it. He know he, and he knows he's a funny guy, right? And I'm sure I'll probably have to pay the price and be called a, you know, I don't know, who, Fuck, who what he even call food? me? Fucking, good. call me something. I'm easy to fucking go at. Yeah. I mean, I'm easy to go at. So that's the Hannibal Barre story. Uh, we'll be right back. Play some beats, Miles. Yeah. All right, you got to check out these videos I saw. Little mini documentaries called uh, Guiding Greatness, Delta Airlines and CBS Local present Guiding Greatness. It's an exclusive video series presented by Delta Airlines that offers insight from some of the most successful NCAA college coaches. We're tugging back the curtain here from NCAA's most compelling leaders men who've seen it and heard it all, who are now willing to share their experience with stories of leadership, consistency, heartbreak, victory, disappointment, drama, conflict, and glory. Very well-directed, very compelling. Guiding Greatness presents human stories told through first-person recollections, images, video with authentic enthusiasm, thoughtful insight, and passionate dedication to the game, the institution, the people, and the players. I started off watching the Coach Krzyzewski one, you can check out all the videos at guidinggreatness.com, www.guidinggreatness.com. They're all very compelling, they're fun, well directed. I love the one uh, with the coach uh, from Penn State, Patrick Chambers. Um, you know, he was talking about, you know, wanting to make Penn State known for basketball instead of football. I don't know. They're all really good, very compelling, very dramatic, very well directed. Guiding Greatness series, www.guidinggreatness.com, brought to you by Delta Airlines and CBS Local. Check them out. Alright, we've opened the windows here at the Gloom Tomb in Manhattan. The beats are too funky. I need a little air. You know that it's the 10-year anniversary of Twitter? Yeah, I read that. And you know that that fucking bird on Twitter doesn't have no lips?
1: (laughs) I never paid attention to it. Yeah,
0: I didn't either, but you know who I found that out? From somebody on Twitter. And apparently the Twitter bird's name is Larry, made after Larry Bird. And you know who else doesn't have lips? Larry fucking Legend.
1: Oh, of course not. We knew that.
0: Lips look like a uh, sealed envelope. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, I got. I I got. You know. I was thinking today. I was walking around New York City, and I was trying to find out if I actually really did graduate high school. And and I I wanted to see if somebody could somehow uh, help me track down. I don't need an actual physical diploma. Because if I actually really cared about a physical diploma, I, I I would have went to my graduation. But I'm pretty sure it went down like this. I owed the school $163 for books. And they said you're not getting your diploma until you get your book. But I was never invited to any graduation. They just wanted to be to, to be done with me. They wanted <laughs> to be done with me. And and I just still because I I you know it was so long ago. It was 1989. Right. It was so long ago. That I, just, I think that's the way the conversation went. But, you know, in time, you could think. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe they were saying, we're not going to tell you if you graduated. I just don't know. Right, right. And then somehow I went to college for one semester. I have no fucking clue. You want to see them transcripts, motherfucker? Ma- I, I don't want to see the transcripts. I just want to know, did Michael Rappaport, Michael David Rappaport, graduate Martin Luther King Junior High School oh. in 1989? If somebody could help me with that. Is okay. there proof of that? Because I'm afraid that I may not have graduated high school at all, because I know for sure that the New York City public school education system failed me gravely. Wow, I should if I did graduate, it was only by like it was like to get me the fuck out of the institution. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that I was like some big badass. I was just a pain in the fucking ass. I hear you, man. So I wanted to see if somebody had, could you just send me a link on how to get to the link? My school, I don't even think Martin Luther King, the physical school's open, but I don't know if Martin Luther King Jr. High School, which is right across the street from the LaGuardia High School, I don't even know if it's still in existence.
1: (laughs) It's broken up. Anyway. Yeah, I seen the paper, man. Seen the paper what? Mel Gibson. Oh, man. Is in court, and I'm reading further down. Right. And I'm like, it's for child support and the woman is getting twenty grand a month. Twenty five. Twenty five. No, twenty. Twenty. And she's in court because she says she wants a hundred K a month. A hundred K. Now, you could request that, but the judge should say, get your ass out this court. This is ridiculous. A five year old needs a hundred thousand. So you were you, you were on welfare with the 20 grand. See, the judge can stop all this shit. Right. The judge could throw this woman out of court. You can't come in here and waste the court's time with that ridiculous amount. You want 100 grand. But she knows I can get it. You see? Because the judge is going to ram Mel Gibson. That's why she comes up with
0: that. And, and, and Mel Gibson is a fuck. He's a drunk fuck. Yeah. You know, he, he, but he, he, you know. That's beside the point. It's beside the point. We're talking about the judge. The judge, the no good fucking judge. Yeah. Don't
1: hit him in the head like that. Well, what, what, set a precedent. Throw her out of court and say, come back, calculate to me why you need $100,000 a month. $100,000. a five-year-old. Come on, man. She said, oh, security. I don't give a shit. Security. Nobody running up on you. You probably living the fly as shit. Security what? You ain't making no movies.
0: Yo, see the judge, see that's what I, you would hear that in my court. Right. So if you're the judge and I'm the lady and I say, well, what I want is $100,000, your honor. Um, what do you think? First of all, you can't just come
1: in here spitting no numbers. You're just saying 100K. Okay, Prove you're right. to me
0: with a, with a, with a formula. Okay, Your Honor, uh, I have receipts here, but some of them are—it's are, hard to break down. Um, I, I'm looking to get 100k um, a month, uh, Your Honor. Please, gavel, case over, case dismissed, case thrown out. Come back
1: in here when you're serious. But Your Honor, gavel, bailiff, come get this motherfucker. <laughs> you, that's what you're gonna say, that to Mel Gibson. Yeah, in my courtroom. Come get this motherfucker. <laughs> We don't talk a lot in my courtroom. I say, get this motherfucker out of here. A hundred K. And
0: you hit the gavel. Hit the gavel. Give me the gavel sound, Miles. Yeah, give us a nice gavel sound. <laughs> <clears throat> Did you see the other day that Dwight Howard checked into a basketball game on some Lester Hayes shit? <laughs> he didn't have the little the, the talcum powder that, 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 that all the players use, Jordan use. All the players use it. Jordan throws it up in the air. LeBron, it, it dries your hands off. He came into the game. He checked into the game with glue shit on his hands. Well,
1: they ain't passing to him. (laughs) So when the ball gets near and somebody's there, he's ready to steal the shit. Right. That's good. He's like, once I get it, I'm not giving it back. James Harden, he's playing with one of the worst chuckers I've ever seen. Yeah, you're really talented. Super talented. We know you could score. Right. But you're not winning shit. Yo, he just be pounding. Those are the
0: worst guys to play with. They 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 they, they demoralize they you because you run up and down the court, and then you know you're not going to get it. But you're a pro basketball player, and if the defense lags off, you he will throw it. If you're not paying attention, probably Dwight Howard's like, I never know when this fucking guy's going to throw it at me. I need to stick him. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> but poor Dwight Howard, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, I he he gets he deserves to get a hard time and stuff like that. I feel like he's unfulfilled talent, but. When he man, begged he, out of Orlando. He just never figured it out, man. He never figured out. Orlando
1: was the place for him, man. He should have stayed in Orlando. Right. He made the finals. You were the focal point. Now we can go five trips up and down and you won't even get looked at. Because of the beard. Who's you who, know who strategically it, dribbles. All the right? time. But he, if you check him out, he's watching the clock tick down where I have to shoot. What are you guys talking about? Right. It's 7 seconds, but you've had it for 20. You never want for to play with a
0: guy like that. On ever. any level. I don't care how good he is. Yeah. It's cool for it's cool yeah. for a, for a little while, but like, yo, can I get the fucking rock? Yeah. You're playing with pros. Pass leads to the score. Look at look at the
1: Spurs, look at Golden State, look at the the Knicks in the 70s. Right. A pass.
0: Pass, pass, pass. Layup. We, we, we know you could shoot and you could dribble and you do your little Euro step bullshit. I got it. Pete Carroll.
1: Right. Princeton offense. The ball didn't touch the floor. Pass, pass, pass. Lay up. Right. You want to just hesitation.
0: Oh, it's five seconds left. I got to shoot. I had no choice. Dwight's like, fuck. He's got to run up and down the court. Corey Brewer's like, motherfucker. Yeah. Is Corey Brewer still on that team? What's the other guard's yeah. name? That and team, it, I hate watching the Houston Rockets. I can't stand watching them. And you see what they team. did with their jerseys? Clutch what? City, Clutch City. What's the clutch? The fucking car? That's the uniform. The too. fuck out of here. There ain't no clutch. It, it didn't say Houston Rockets. It said Clutch. Well, City. that's what they were saying for the for the Rockets with Kenny Smith and Akeem, and them. That ain't yeah. no team. Yeah, that's that's Kenny and like, Akeem Olajuwon should be like, yo, y'all ain't wearing that yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, you can't. But Dwight Howard, man, I don't know. Uh, he, they're talking about him coming to New York I, I, I don't even want to I, I nah, get into it I don't even want to get into it I don't even want to get into the Knicks I don't even want to get into it Too too frustrating and, and, and too upsetting We have fucking double, stunt doubles as coaches now
1: Always picking Why don't you pick a A, a, a coach
0: a, a, Pick a, a, a seasoned guy Thibodeau, Mark Jackson Yeah There's plenty of other guys out there Get us a coach D Trump, D Trump, the looming bad guy was on some hood shit. The guy who uh beat up the the, the rider at the uh the, the 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 protester at the thing. First it was a old white dude cold cocked sucker punched a black dude, right? Didn't didn't say sucker punch. I didn't see sucker punch for that. Right. But a few days later there was another another rally and a black dude who turns out to be, he's a... a, a In the
1: Air Force, right? An
0: Air Force dude fucked up some protester real quick. Yeah. Quick. With the quickness. And they were like, oh, yeah, he sucker punched
1: him. Yeah, but that word, you didn't get that verbiage... When From it was the 78-year-old yeah. guy. That's part of it.
0: Fucking Hillbilly John. That's part of it. These Trump, these Trump people, supporters, they make me nervous. This whole thing makes me very nervous yeah. and uncomfortable. Because yeah. all the steps... To improve relations. All the steps to improve compassion and understanding for each other. Right. He's going to fucking come in there and pollute it and we're going to go back. That's why he wants to... Go make America great again. Again. When there's there's,
1: uh, hoses, water hoses being on people. That's your great. German shepherd shit. Right.
0: Great for who? Had a fucking white president. Black president. And now we're going to have an orange president if this guy wins. What is he doing to his skin? Is it tan boots or makeup? He looks like shit. shit.
1: Yeah, Republicans even don't want to mess with him.
0: The Republicans are going to turn on. I think that, you know what? I got to say, shame on the Republicans. You couldn't come up with anything better. You ain't got no other tricks up your sleeve? And And these blue blood, uptight Republicans... That seemed like, in hindsight, those are the ones. Like they were not that bad compared to this fucking guy. I take some tight ass blue blood khaki pants wearing Republicans over this shit. Yeah, he's bringing out the dreck. He's inciting riots, man. Talking about
1: oh, punch him in the face. What kind of candidate is this? Yeah,
0: man. Listen, if you're looking to be the leader of a street gang or some shit like that. That's cool. Yeah. Respect. Cyrus. Respect. He's, he wants, he's Cyrus. Yeah. But uh, other than that, I want this fucking guy to get on a pogo stick and, and keep it moving. Yeah. You ever pogo stick? Nah, man, we didn't do that shit. Man. I was in my workout class today. Oh, that hot yoga. No, I didn't do high yoga. I did my fitness class with all the yentas.
1: <laughs> After I heard Dean Collins talk, tell me about Heard you guys talk about his story where he went to the fitness center and motherfucker just unveiled his, uh, took his towel off and just stared at Exposed his Exposed himself. See, that's the shit. Exposed Once himself to the young shooter. Once I see something like that, that happens, that the cat is just staring at me. You think I'm coming back in there to work out?
0: Well, that's his place. I and don't then go money followed him in the parking Yay, lot. Yeah, he almost got, he's got. His he little... tried to get lucky in the parking he lot. He tried to get lucky with Dean Collins, the young shooter. It's not, it's not.
1: uh I, I, My mind ain't working now. I'm like, yo, what this? What this cat try to do?
0: I, I. The thing that I don't get about my workout class, and I, maybe you could just come one time and watch, and tell me if I'm crazy. I'm in there busting my ass, okay. But you know how Bruce Lee, like he would break boards and shit. He go, hi yeah, yeah, right. Or football players, you hear them go, oh, boom. They, yeah. I'm the only one making any noise in the class, like. We were doing this thing with a medicine ball. We're throwing it back and forth. And I'm like, fuck. Shit. Ah. Fuck. You know, I'm dying. Right. The teacher's like, two minutes ago, my, keep going. my man Lucas, listen, Lucas, fuck you. You get down here and do it. You're walking around with a stopwatch daydreaming. I mean, I'm on the fucking floor here that people have been running around on their dog shit stained shoes. I'm not even, I'm not even bringing that up. Word. They walk in there with the dog shit on their shoes and the who knows what.
1: Some nasty motherfucking boy.
0: I'm in there dying, and I got him and the other one, the other teacher, Lacy. Come on, I don't see. I maybe these fucking guys. Maybe I want to see you do it. Why am I the only one making noise? Am I wrong? I, I, and I feel like some people in the class they laugh when I'm like, ah, cocksucker, <laughs> ah, shit.
1: No, you say nothing funny. You're supposed to expel that. Yes. That, yeah, that's why Serena Williams did. Right. Macnorall. I'm like the yeah. fucking
0: Serena Williams of the 930 AM workout class on the east side.
1: Hey man, check this out. Remember the last episode we said we want to see Kate get into a relationship. Oh yeah. Well, this guy, this businessman, she was at some party, right? This businessman tried to bag her. Right, well, bag, bag, Kate. She said she didn't know how to be flirtatious. She she wanted to be uh, like uh, followed, or she she was having a hard
0: time engaging with Joe. Right, his name is Joe. I, I think this guy's name was fucking Joe Blow. I don't think his real name was <laughs> Joe. Well,
1: on I'm Kate. He's seen trying to bag her. I'm saying, do you know that this is? this is bruce or this is just one this is how you get down like i want to ask joe and maybe bruce caitlin should tell him you know i used to be bruce right right so you know i don't know if you maybe you don't know (laughs) right you
0: still with it put joe on the spot yo i want joe from episode three i believe it's episode three because we watched the show right if we're going to criticize it, we're not doing it from what we read. We right. watch the show. We sit through it. And I got to tell you, I watched the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion part one before I watched Caitlyn. And it was like watching the fucking Godfather. Okay. It was riveting. <laughs> it was great television. Oh, word. I'm not bullshitting. Fantastic fucking TV. Really? Top to bottom. Episode one of Real Housewives of Atlanta is fucking Flawless. Really. And I so I I consider myself so like I don't watch all the reality shows, but the ones I watch, I watch hard body karate. (laughs) Caitlyn, I am Kate is a shit show. It's so contrived. There's nothing genuine about it, and you just feel the agenda and you feel the falseness of it. Right. It takes all the reality out of the reality shows.
1: Right. Yeah, it's all made up. And
0: proving that I fuck with reality hard. I started watching episode one, new season, what of Family Therapy? Yeah, with Dr. Jen. Used to be Dr. Drew. You know Dr. Drew. You know who he is, right? Yeah, I think so. VH1 Family Therapy, and 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 actually, uh, uh, Lohan family, Michael Lohan and Lindsay Lohan's mom, and then some two young girls from MTV show, and the good dude Bam Margera from um, Jackass. He's on there. And, and 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 I guess Damon Dash and his brothers are on there. He wasn't on the first episode, but there's a chick who who and her mom. The chick is named New York. She was on I Love New York with with with, with, with Flavor Flav on VH1. And her mom is on the show. And her mom goes by the by the by the handle Sister Patterson. And she might be the most wildest of the wild motherfuckers I've ever seen on any reality shows ever. Yeah. She's fucking way the fuck out there. Sister Patterson on Family Therapy on VH1 is a reality television star in the making. Damn. She's buck fool.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so I'm the reality show snob. I watch it all. So when I criticize Kate, I can criticize it. When I tell you that Sister Patterson is great, she's great. And when I tell you that Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion part one is riveting television. I know my shit. Right. Okay. I'm not saying I know the most, but what I know, I know. So what do you think Joe's gonna do? Huh. Well, we'll see if Joe. Uh, <laughs> I think Joe. Joe Joe should be. I think. Do we give Joe? Is he get the sick fuck of the week? I'm looking to give a, a, a new sick fuck of the week. There's a couple of. of of themes and, and 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 awards And stuff we haven't done We haven't done De Niro Line of the Week yeah. I, You know, Tribeca Film Festival's coming up So that has to be So we gotta get ready to do uh, De Niro Line of the Week uh, Cause I have my film At the Tribeca Film Festival That's right Hard Loving Woman About Julia Lewis J. Lewis Can't wait for people to see that J. Lewis Always yeah. the truest Yeah Fuck around Speak Spanish You know she gets fluent <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Joe, I don't know but, what we're gonna do with Joe.
1: I want to see if he, if he, if he really takes her up on on his on an offer, and if
0: he, and if he, and if he, and if he gets he really her, do bangs. we get to see that too? Yeah, yeah. Because like that should you, be part of it. Because you're, you're you're trying to push and make transgenderism and, and, and all these changes normal. Other people get hit up on the TV. Yeah, reality. Joe, where you at? Do it for the LGBT community, Joe. Yeah. yeah. Or we should get my man with the bionic loaf He'll machine gun dick The Iron Rapport Podcast is proudly sponsored by Casper Mattresses Award winning sleep technology that is delivered to your house in a box Mattresses that come in six sizes We speak about Casper because we love Casper We sleep on Casper well because we love Casper Now they have pillows How do you love the Casper pillows? It was the best pillow I have ever gotten. Yo, for real. For real. The the Casper pillow should be in every hotel across the country. Keeps your neck. Keeps your neck. It's not too firm, but not too soft. Go to Casper.com if you're looking for a mattress. You can use the promo code Rappaport to save $50 on an already great deal. Casper mattresses are delivered two to five days. And if you do not like the mattress, they will refund it for free. They will pick it up free of charge. From your home, go to Casper.com C-A-S-P-E-R Get a great new mattress Change your life, change the way you sleep Use the promo code RAPAPORT R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T To save $50 when you're getting your mattress All six sizes We swear by Casper And now check out the pillows You know, speaking of all this stuff I I, I keep reading About this, this uh, Genderism In the fashion world what is that? They're they're they they're trying to they're trying to uh, blur the lines and blend the the, the, the the men the male and the female. Right. The clothing right which is essentially you know to separate like women wear skirts, dresses, dress right. suits, whatever. Form fitting shit. They now or not wear, whatever, it doesn't yeah. have to be and, and then now and now men, you know, can wear kilts and all this other foolishness. But I don't see any women walking around in fucking cleats, a Lawrence Taylor jersey, a a, a do-rag, and and some unlaced Adidas. Yeah. But when the men are wearing skirts, it's cool. But if you see a pretty girl walking around in a pair of fucking cleats... (laughs) Some Ricky Henderson shit. Then, 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 it's not going to be as cool then. Right. Yeah. It's all coming from the men the homosexual uh, community right. that's trying to that's that that song blurred lines i yeah. didn't know that's what it was i thought it was yeah. about yeah all that shit man it's subliminal man Throwing. i have no problem with it but what is the wrong with differences yeah why yeah why 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 do we want everybody to be the same and act like the differences aren't to be celebrated embraced right um um uh, be curious about it. ask you want men and women to dress alike yeah like why why like i said when
1: you start it's, with it's why it's a small group of people's personal agenda right when you start with why you don't do dumb shit why 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 you want me to wear a dress and if i wore a
0: dress i want to be if, if i'm just me michael Rapport, wearing a dress with a pair of underwear and, and, and i got my you know my balls are hanging out of the dress and I, is that gonna be fine no i'm gonna be looked at like an asshole right you have to be a certain kind of man to do it. Right. It's not going to be, ex- if I did it, I'd be considered a freak. You know, I would call you that. What would you say? Look at this freak, motherfucker. Right. Balls. I'm walking around a pair of fucking size 12 and a half high heels. And some, yeah. some, 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 some Vidal Sassoon jeans Word. and a blouse. with your ass out. And I'm totally straight. And they'd be like, oh, what are you looking at?
1: You're, you're, you're abling him. Remember they had some other shit called able. Right, what is that? Ableist. If you if you Yeah, yeah, our guy uh, Yeah, Aaron. Norman comics,
0: Aaron draws all the ill comics for us, developing some shit for us. He explained us what abling is. What is it? Yo, I I I don't even know, man. It's like you're able to do whatever the fuck you want. Able, it's like a a able gender. All kind
1: of shit. They be making shit up in them little hipster bars, man. Making shit up. And and when
0: we say hipsters, don't get us wrong, it's not just like white guys in, with beards, they're in all shapes, forms, and colors. You could see them. Yeah, it has nothing to do with color. Yeah, we saw them all down there, South by Southwest. Yeah. But the place to be was the Tune Intent. We had the shit on lock. Yeah. Next, if next year we go.
1: Next year we're curating a day. Yeah. So when you come down there, you, you come know down what you're going to gonna get: that
0: soul, that boom bap, that reggae, that funk. That R&B and live performances by legends. Speaking of legends, next week, the next episode of the Iron Rapport Serial Podcast, we'll have an interview with the great Brooklyn champion MC, Mister Talib Kweli. Yes, grace us with his presence. We're going to interview him. Very, very uh, smart, smart, dude. fun, serious, but doesn't take himself seriously. Love talking to him. Always excited to see him. Yes. Good, um, because I just, too. I respect him so much. He's very prolific. Um, uh, evolved as a, as a hip hop artist. Changed with the times, grew with the times, improved with the times. Like Jay Z said lyrically, I'd rather be Talib Kwali. Yes. So we got to interview him on the next I Am Rapport Serial podcast. I don't know what else. If you want soft ass I Am Rapport Serial podcast t shirts, go to districtlines.com forward slash I Am Rapport. The people who got the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast t shirts can attest (laughs) the shits are soft.
1: Yeah. Baby blanket
0: soft. Comfortable, they wash good, and all that. April 1st, we're going live and direct, screening, live music, show, giving away free shit at the Crestwood Theater in Westwood, California. (laughs) We're gonna wrap this up. Oh, I have one more thing. Oh, is this a frisbee?
1: Yeah, kind of. Because we're wrapping it up, and then you're like. One more. Okay. LaRoche, the general manager. Oh, yeah. Adam LaRoche. The general manager, I think his name is Kenny Williams. Right. Has said some of the players said they didn't want that little boy in the locker room. Right. He tried to keep it on the low. He said half. You can't bring him in all the time. I'll give you half. He didn't want to tell you that it was teammates.
0: Right. Just like LaTroy, our boy, LaTroy Hawkins said. LaTroy Hawkins, great pitcher. We got to interview him. Interview's coming up also. Yep. LaTroy Hawkins, 25 years in professional baseball. So you know. He broke it down for us. So he didn't want to put the teammates
1: out and say, yo, you're, you're, the teammates said they don't want that. I'm, telling, I'm not saying that to you. I'm just saying, yo, half. And,
0: and then maybe he we walks get the-
1: away. And he,
0: he breaks out. Thirteen point five million dollars. Yeah. Kenny Williams. And now little Drake LaRoche will never be in a professional clubhouse ever again. And, and that boy, a, and that teammate, who's who's next to your
1: locker, is the one who said, why he keep bringing his son to the game? Right. And then he goes.
0: I just I've had a, I've had I've had compression shorts on for two hours. I wanna let my shit flaw. I want to unfold the loaf after the game. I don't want to have to cover myself up. Right, and think about, There's oh, a 14-year-old yeah. kid in here. So That's he, inappropriate. He, it's inappropriate to think that it's okay for the kid to be in there. Word. Adam LaRoche, I know you're a good dad. And I know your intentions were good, but I don't know if you're setting the right example. Get that money and play the game you love, man. He already been in there how
1: many years? Yeah, he's probably bored to shit now. Yeah, they, they like to do their own thing. He's not a special
0: needs kid either. Let him go play some Xbox. Yeah, man, give him an iPhone. Let him burn his fucking brain. (laughs) That was it. All right, we're out.
1: Once upon a time, there was a new crossover that refused to play by the rules. It flipped the script and made all the others look like fools. Featuring styling that's sexier by far and handles like a rock star. Introducing the first ever Toyota C-H-R. Enjoy agile handling in the body of a seductive crossover that comes with standard 18 inch alloy wheels. The first ever Toyota CHR, the perfect ride to spin your own tail. Toyota, let's go places.